Hi, and welcome back to our continuing study on Systematic Theology 2. I'm Dr. John Cook. We now join in progress part five of our study. Today's lesson is lesson number 26. We're going to deal with the subject of worship in doctrine. When we pray, we present to God a form of worship. We do this as we address the Father in Jesus' name. Our Lord Jesus Christ is our access to the Father. Ephesians 2 and verse 18, look at it. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. We can now come boldly before the throne of grace. For we are invited to do so, yea, commanded to do so. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, look at it. It says, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Because of our Lord Jesus Christ, Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 6 tells us, that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. All our access and protection comes through our Lord Jesus Christ. We are to worship the Lord Jesus Christ and our Heavenly Father, God, in spirit and in truth. We are commanded in Scripture to worship the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. John 5 and verse 23 tells us that all men should honor the Son even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son honoreth not the Father which hath sent him. You want that in plain statement? means if you don't honor the Lord Jesus Christ, you don't honor God the Father. You can't worship God the Father if you don't worship the Lord Jesus Christ. Thomas declared in John chapter 20 and verse 28, my Lord and my God. This was a declaration that he made directly to the Lord Jesus Christ. He said he was his Lord and his God. You may not believe that Jesus Christ is God, but that doesn't change the fact that he is the true God and there is no God beside him. Look at Colossians chapter 2 and verse 9. The scripture says, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. We are to trust the Lord Jesus Christ, because in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. We are to put all of our trust in him. He is God. And then... Our hearts will not be troubled, just as he tells us in John chapter 14 and verse 1. He says, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus plainly tells us that we are to believe in him. If he's not God, then he's telling us to trust in man in place of God which is a direct contradiction of Scripture. But he is God, and we are to trust him and worship him. 
Jesus is our hope and our happiness, our joy and our peace. He is our God and our Savior. Christian, we are to keep ourselves from idols. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 21 says, Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. It does not matter what that idol is. What does matter is that we are to get rid of the idols out of our lives. If they're graven images, get rid of them. If they're men that we worship, get rid of them. If they're possessions that we have, get rid of them. Whatever they are, whatever they may be, we are to keep ourselves from idols. This isn't a request from God. This is a command to us by God. The worship that God wants comes from our hearts, not just our heads. It's not just intellectual. We are to worship Him with reverence and godly fear. We are to serve Him with the same. Look at Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 28. And there we read, Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved... Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. This kind of worship requires that we be born again. No lost man can worship God acceptably. Because the only way we can come before God acceptably is after we are born again and saved by the blood of Jesus Christ the grace of God through faith. Before that, all of our worship is just as worthless as Cain's worship. Such worship leads only to our destruction. We are to worship God acceptably through our Lord Jesus Christ and through Him alone. This then brings us to the conclusion of our study on the subject of the worship of God. 